0: Hello and welcome to Uncluttered, a podcast where we discuss the connection between faith and organizing. Our focus is not so much on how to be organized, but why it's important, from a biblical standpoint, that we leave the chaos and clutter in our lives behind. I'm Leanna George, an author and former professional organizer living in Houston, Texas.
1: And I'm Angie Heitch, author and certified professional organizer living in East Tennessee. So are you ready to unclutter your heart? And your home, so you can focus on what matters most. Well, let's dig in. Well, Angie,
0: I love reading, obviously, and I know you do too. We're both mm-hmm. big people, um, and I read pretty much anything. I read across the the genre board. Um, but recently, I read the story of Nike. Uh, it's called Shoe Dog, uh, which I highly recommend to anybody. Who okay, is for that. But it's interesting that um, one of the the, the tagline for Nike, everybody knows, is just do it, just right? Do it. Yep. Everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's iconic and everybody knows it, but what they probably don't know is that the phrase was actually inspired by a death row inmate who was facing execution. And his last words before <laughs> they had executed him, sorry, this is getting a little violent, is you know, let's do it. So wow. as by the name of Ken Wyden, modified the wording and that one sentence became iconic. So even though the words just do it seem simple enough, when you want to get organized, it can feel like you're on death row. <laughs> <laughs> it is so hard sometimes to just do it, you know. Yes. It, it's so easy. Um, but then it's like, well, where do I get started? Or yes, which do I- so in this episode of what we're calling, how do I get started? Um, we want to talk a little bit about the process of getting going um, so that you aren't feeling like you're about to meet your death or that you do it only to discover you have no clue what you're doing. We want to share a local <laughs> process for getting started on whatever organizing project you may try to undertake
1: yes so we're going to talk about the book of nehemiah it's an old testament book that maybe doesn't get a whole lot of attention but it is a fantastic example of how to take a huge overwhelming problem and go through some steps to bring it to completion and to do it in the spirit of serving god i love mm-hmm. the book of nehemiah uh, nehemiah was a cupbearer, and basically what that means is his job was to taste the food and the drink that the king was gonna have to not just make sure it tasted good, to make sure it wasn't poisoned. You know, so he was protecting the king and his life was on the line every day. It was a very important job, Um, but he was really missing the uh, people in Jerusalem. He was away from there at the time, he was in the Citadel of Susa. And so some people came from Jerusalem and he asked them, so how is uh, the remnant that survived the exile and how are things in Jerusalem? Well, they did not have any good news for him. They said, it's a really bad situation. The wall has been torn down. The gates are, are burned and it's just, it's not good. Nehemiah was so devastated by that news that he literally sat down and wept. In fact, for days, All he could do was weep, mourn, pray, and fast for days. And he knew something needed to be done, but can you imagine, you know, you are not even there at the moment, but you just are grieving this so much. So we're going to be talking through his story, the steps he went through to undertake and complete this project. And then... Showing how you can use those same steps as you're thinking about uncluttering and organizing your life. So, Liana, let us, uh, tell us how he got started.
0: Yeah. So, um, I'm with you, Angie. I think Nehemiah is probably one of the most overlooked books in the Bible, but it mm-hmm. is rich with um, yes. with with. Uh, guidance for us. Um, and so when you and I started talking about this, my mind just went to Nehemiah because he knew how to undertake a pro- uh, project. And the first thing mm-hmm. he did was he started the process with prayer. Mm-hmm. If you look at chapter one, um, verses five through 11. If you look at chapter two, verse four, and chapter six, verse nine, he was praying all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, Let your ear be attentive, Lord, and your eyes open to hear the prayer of your servant. Give me success and grant me favor. Strengthen my hands. He knew that without God's help in this undertaking, he would not be successful. Uh, And so that's what we need to do before we ever start any organizing project Mm -hmm. is, start with prayer and if you think oh god's not interested in the the mess and the muck of my life you're very (laughs) (laughs) wrong that's exactly what he's interested in right he takes our mess and turns it into a message he will take our mess and he will turn it and transform it but we need to let him guide us we need to let him uh give us success grant us favor and strengthen our hands Uh, because it is an undertaking especially if it's something you struggle with um, on a daily basis so we can't emphasize enough start with prayer the second thing that he did was he made a plan Uh, Mm -hmm. and so many times i've heard people okay let's just jump in and let's just get going and and while that's exciting if you don't have a plan then you're probably going to find more obstacles along the way, which are only going to deter you and which are only going to, um, sabotage your efforts. Mm -hmm. So Nehemiah started with a plan. Um, and so in verse, in chapter two, verse six, he set a time, um, you know, he's like, this is going to get done in so many days. And we know that what he did in 52 days was incredible.
1: Yeah. It was 52
0: days for him to rebuild that wall. So it, don't ever think that, you know, you can't do something quickly uh, or that some projects is going to take years, you know, um, mm. but Maya had a plan. And so you need to do that, too. And one of the things that I always tell people, especially when they're trying to work on organizing projects, is to schedule the time in your calendar. Oh, so important. Yes. Yeah. Because what gets scheduled gets done. And, mm. you know, if you say, oh, I'm going to organize next week. Guess what? it's probably not going to happen because you did not set aside the next thing you know kids soccer games or a work job thing comes up or you know whatever and, yeah. and unless you definitely set aside that time and and consider it precious then yeah right.
1: it's probably not done. or it could be that uh, i remember from the the dirty words of organizing episode that someday i mean get yes. organized and declutter someday exactly yeah yeah very good point (laughs) yes exactly so write it down on your
0: calendar it doesn't have to be for all day it could be for a few hours it could be you know just one hour but if you'll find that if you'll schedule it like nehemiah did you get a lot more accomplished the other Mm -hmm. thing is is he made preparations before heading out okay when the Mm -hmm. king asked nehemiah you look so sad that's so unusual for you what's going on and he poured out his heart to the king and he. Mm-hmm. And then the king said, what do you need, you know, Nehemiah was ready with his answer. I need yes. this, I need this, I've got these letters, I'm going to need these things, right? And so he was able to, he didn't have to sit there and the king go, well, let me get back to me with what you got, you know. He was ready to go and the king was able to su- uh, supply everything that he needed so that he could get started. Mm-hmm. For you, if you are trying to get organized, then we would suggest that maybe you take some a little bit of time and prepare by collecting some trash bags some boxes or some bins Um, you know we've got our free decluttering signs on Mm -hmm. our website and so you might want to have those to help you while you're sorting Um, maybe some sharpies or some tape to you know make notes of different things but you definitely want to have those things prepared because otherwise what happens is you stop because you're like, oh, i got to go get that. I need something Mm -hmm. to store this. And then what happens, you get distracted and you never come back to that organizing project. So have things prepared. Angie, what was next?
1: Yeah, all right. So next thing is Nehemiah studied and examined this situation thoroughly. So he uh, met with the king, got his letters of permission, got all the stuff he needed, and then he went to Jerusalem and he spent a lot of time, walking around, looking at the wall, looking at the gates, uh, thinking through the process. Um, So that uh, same thing for you and your uncluttering and organizing. Spend some time learning about the organizing process, looking around, evaluating areas in your home with your physical stuff, your calendar. Uh, You know, we talked about last episode, Clutter 101, the clutter in your, as far as your stuff, the clutter in your schedule. The clutter in your mind um, think about and assess the situation really really well before you get started what kinds of clutter are you going to need to address so study and examine the situation And the next step that nehemiah took was he didn't go alone so once he made that thorough assessment of everything in jerusalem then he gathered everyone together And he told them about having talked to the king and how the king had given him letters and given him favor and permission to be off for a while um, about the gracious hand of God. And so everyone heard this story and they're like, all right, let's start rebuilding. So it took. Uh, you know, it, it takes all of us. You know, it takes more than one person. So if it's possible for you to have someone to help you, whether that's a professional organizer, whether that's a friend who maybe you're just working independently, but you're sharing with each other, um, other people in your house is a great idea, someone to help you, but get some, get some physical help and some emotional help. You need some accountability and um, maybe some advice, but, get someone to join you in that. So don't go alone.
0: Yeah. It can, you it can easily get <clears throat> discouraged or uh, distracted when you're by mm-hmm. yourself. And so just having somebody there just to talk to you while you're working or to say, you know, what do you think about this? Make sure it's somebody who is it going to go? Oh, yeah, I think you should keep that. No I, yeah, yeah. I don't no, I think you should keep that. You have to be careful about the brand. Yeah, they need but to be on the same
1: gonna, page and know yeah, your right, goals. Yeah,
0: that's love. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but because you can get discouraged, the fifth thing that we want to remind you about uh, on this process is to have a positive attitude. It is so easy to say, oh, I'm not organized. Oh, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, I'm such a mess and, oh my, you know, every, it's so easy to just start getting down on yourself yep. when you're doing this, because, you know, it's, it's hard. Um, but Nehemiah knew the importance of having um, a positive attitude. And he talks about this and you see several verses, I'm going to walk you through them in which he, um, you know, was really had that let's go get them attitude in mm-hmm. verse Two, uh, chapter 2 verse 18 he said let's start rebuilding so they began a good work mm. okay right from the get-go they knew this was going to be something positive mm. in to chapter 2 verse 20 he said god was going to give us success he was mm. he knew that there was going to be a positive outcome from this um and then in verse uh, chapter 3 verse 20 one of the workers I love how they said this he zealously repaired mm. the wall you know, zealously. Just think about that. That is so cool. And then I love this one too. Um, in verse um, chapter four, verse six, they worked with all their heart. I mean, oh, they that's just, a great one, right? Yeah. So they just, you know, it's it is hard work. It is um, not going to probably be. It's going to take you some time. But your attitude um, will take your out take your altitude. Is that what they say? Isn't there one of those quotes? Your altitude. Yeah. Your attitude, right? And yeah. that's exactly the same thing. So try to have a very positive spirit um, and, you know, um, try not to outlook be- attitude. Out- yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> my brain sometimes goes faster than my mouth or yes. vice versa. You know? <laughs> um, and the next thing, number six, is know that not everyone is going to want to do the work with you. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is what Angie was saying a minute ago when she was talking about getting people to come alongside you. Um, They're not always going to be people, especially people in your own home, who, for whatever reason, not that they don't want to help you become organized, but maybe they've got their own fears and worries about organization or what you might be getting rid of, that they may not want to be on your side. They may try to oppose you. Um, I remember my very first client... Um, hired me to organize their garage um, as a gift for her husband for Father's Day. He mm-hmm. was on a trip, and when he came home, she was like, open the garage, and voila, it's all nice and organized, and he was so happy, and she goes, yeah, I'm going to have Leanna come back, and we're going to work on other things, and he was like, do not let her work in my office. I'm going to lock the door and make sure Ooh. she
1: doesn't <laughs> Oh. <laughs>
0: he, was, he was never at any of our sessions. He was never, you know. I mean, he was kind to me. He's a great guy, but getting organized was not his cup of tea. And mm-hmm. then he started to see all the difference it was making in their mm-hmm. lives. And then one day he finally called me and said, "Can you come help me with my office?" Oh, and so we spent a day together. Yeah. And then when they had to quickly move from Texas back to North Carolina. Um, he called me and, and, uh, you know, that he said, we need your help, you know? And so he was, he, he opened his heart to that, but mm-hmm. that's not, you know, that's not always the case. And so it was, it was a special thing, but you have to remember not everybody's going to be happy about it. And and that was the case for Nehemiah as well. In chapter yes. three, five, uh, it says the nobles would not put their shoulders to the work under their supervision. So, you know, th- here they were. They were these people. This was their home, and they weren't interested in doing the work of rebuilding the city wall. So, not everybody's going to be on board. Just work on your stuff, and don't try to yes. force others to organize theirs.
1: Absolutely. The
0: example that, that they will they will come around in time.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the next thing we'll say that Nehemiah did, uh, just to know ahead of time. That you may at some point, in fact, you probably at some point, get about halfway through or so and start going, wait a second, what am I doing? I don't know what I'm doing. This is crazy. I, I do not have the skills. I'm not equipped. Think about Nehemiah. His job was to taste things for the king. He's not a construction worker. Right, he did not a metal forger, but the people that worked on this wall, there were priests and goldsmiths and perfume makers. Do you think they felt equipped? I mean, I am sure that they were probably just, oh man, I don't know about this. So just know that it is normal that you would have these feelings of doubt, but do not let that deter you, especially if you have committed this process to God, prayed and gotten help. And God knows the reason I want to get this stuff out of my life to unclutter my life is so I can focus on you, God. So I can focus on my family, on the things that matter most. He is absolutely going to give you the strength and the skills that you need. So don't be surprised if you start doubting yourself, but don't let that deter you. Um, And then in the same way, here's another thing that you can expect. You can expect Maybe not everyone in the House is on board. Some people maybe, you know, don't want to be involved, but may get some outright opposition. Now, Nehemiah and those who were working on the wall, they had their hands full. There was Sunballet and Tobiah. Not sure if I'm pronouncing those correctly, but they had so much opposition. So it started as just kind of heckling um, insults, accusations. Uh, They said some of the things they said were funny, like, uh, you know, if a fox climbed up on the, that wall, the stones would fall down. You know, you're doing a horrible job. So and it went from that to downright attacks, um, you know, despised, insulted, attacked uh uh, tempted by distraction, false accusations. They were saying things like, oh, well, uh, you know, there's a rumor going around, Nehemiah, that you're trying to take over things, so we're going to have a meeting over here. We need you to come with us. And he's like, no, I've got to do this well. I mean, they tried everything hmm. to distract him and the other workers to uh, to just physically attack them. So it may be that you're going to have some distraction, some opposition And it's going to come from Satan. So we talked about episode one from the very beginning. God is a God of order, of peace. So if Satan sees you trying to clear clutter from your life so you can be closer to God, well, then he is just going to come at you. Um, And Ephesians 6 reminds us, put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. So don't be surprised when... Things start coming up in opposition to your work and be ready to fight through those with God's strength, with prayer, with that accountability partner um, and with all you've, those plans that you've made. So don't let that opposition stop you. That's right. Yeah. And it, it can be. I mean, you know, when people I don't think I've
0: ever heard of anybody, you know, um, physically attacking somebody for getting organized. <laughs> Um, let's hope that has never happened, but you know, some people can get very, um, defensive and mm-hmm. because, you know, um, they get comfortable in their chaos. And, oh, yeah. you know, and so that, you know, bringing that order into your home and your life, um, means that, you know, there's no more comfort. And so, um, and so they can become very, um, defensive and in Nehemiah's case, like you said, they started attacking them. Yep. So, you know, rather than go, oh, wait, they've got knives, people, you know, let's, <laughs> let's stop working. No, they decided, you know what, we're going to counterattack. And so, you know, don't be afraid. If you have to work and fight at the same time, then do that. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Because that's what Nehemiah did in chapter four, verses four and 17. He said, do, don't be afraid of them. Remember the Lord who is great and awesome and fight. Those and then it says, Those who carried materials did their work with one hand and held a weapon in the other. And each of the builders wore his sword at his
1: side as he worked. That is That's so cool. cool. Isn't that cool? It's I be mean, a I movie that needs uh, to be it's a Nehemiah so, movie.
0: Oh, really? That would be really great, right? It would. I mean, Such a visual image of them, you know, pounding away, or however I'm not a construction person. I don't know what they were doing pounding, (laughs) nailing, uh, bricklaying. I have no idea. But, uh, you know, they were doing it with their right hand and then their left hand they had their swords ready for anybody who was coming at them and you know you don't necessarily need a sword but you do have the sword of the spirit and so and the, the sword of truth so mm. you know use those um, those are your weapons that God has given you so yes you know don't be afraid to um, seek out those those to help you and then finally once that wall got built once you get that organizing project uncluttered, Make sure you celebrate your success and remember what God has done to help you. Mm-hmm. you know, it may take you 52 days to get your bedroom straightened up, or it may take you, you know, five months to get it done. Um, but whatever it is, you know, you didn't do this alone. You had God were there with you. You had somebody else. You were fighting the good fight. Um, and then take some time to celebrate and reward yourself mm-hmm. and pat yourself on the back for a job well done. In chapter eight of Nehemiah, it says the Israelites assembled and read the book of the law. Ezra praised the Lord, the great God, and all the people lifted their hands and responded, "Amen, Amen." Then they bowed mm, down nice. to the Lord with faces to the ground. So love it I'm sure that you you celebrate, and give yourself a pat on the reward, and then sing a praise to God.
1: Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. So, um, and summarizing, so we we're talking about. Uh, The story of Nehemiah and how we can use the principles from that (coughs) story. Nehemiah was faced with a very, very difficult, overwhelming situation. Uh, But he uh, used this uh, step-by-step approach to have success. You could do the same. So starting with prayer, going to God from the very beginning, making a really good plan, study and examine thoroughly everything that you need. Uh, Don't go alone. Get some help. Uh, whatever that uh, help needs to be. Having a positive attitude from the very beginning, uh, using positive language and predicting success. Um, know that not everybody may want to do the work with you, and that's okay. You, you take who you can get and you, and you do the work. Uh, Don't be surprised when you start doubting yourself, doubting your success, but don't let that deter you. Also, don't be surprised if you have some opposition. And most likely that's going to be from Satan who does not want to see you get uncluttered so that you can focus on your priorities. Um, Don't be afraid if you have to. You can work and fight at the same time like Nehemiah and the other workers did. And then don't forget at the end, when God gives you success, because if you devote this to God and get strength and and uh, get what you need from him, you will be successful. Don't forget yeah. to give him praise and to take some time to celebrate. So exactly. we hope you find these steps uh, helpful. We, of course, we have a free resource for you um, in our show notes, which will be on our YouTube channel and on our Facebook. Um, website. We've got a planning checklist with all of these steps laid out for you and the scripture so that you can use this as you go. That's right. So that's it for this episode of
0: Uncluttered. We hope that it is a huge help to help to get started on your organizing and uncluttering. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Like Angie said in the past, if you have a challenge, if an organizing challenge, send us a question. Um, or, you know, when you're celebrating, let us know. So we can celebrate. Mm-hmm. We'd love to hear from you. And you can find us online at uncluttered.faith. Or you can email us at uh, contact at uncluttered.faith. And don't forget, we're also on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. So any way yes. you can connect with us, we'd love to connect.
1: Yes. And, and if something that we've said in this episode or other episodes, you think, you know, so-and-so would really, I, I think they would be encouraged by this, or I think so-and-so would really enjoy, share that episode, share the podcast. It The number one way people find a podcast, yes, they can search on the platform, but the best way is for you to share it with them. person. So we would be thrilled and honored if you would do that. Uh, Love to hear from you um, and uh, love having you along on this journey as we unclutter our lives so we can focus on what matters. So until next time, we want to remind you, an uncluttered life is an abundant life.